0: Hello? Hmm? There's HVAC guys about.
1: I know, it's weird being uh, in this building. It's been like a handful of people in this building for the last three months. All of a sudden, the last two days, there's been other people, and trade just, people.
0: Yeah, tra- they're complete randos. Yeah. I don't know who they are. Like, no staff is allowed to come into this building.
1: I'm alarmed at how quickly I got annoyed by other people being in the building. <laughs> there was a guy yesterday, he was walking around, and he just... He had one of those things where he clips his keys to his belt loops.
0: Oh, like a key caddy type thing? Yeah. Yeah. And
1: he's walking up and down the hallway, and they were just jingling. Yeah. And it took all of four minutes, and I was ready to to commit a homicide.
0: But on the other hand, I'm like, because I'm not used to having people around. Like, I'm used to having this building to myself. I appreciated the fact he was like a little cat with a bell on. I knew when <laughs> he was nearby.
1: <laughs> I guess it would be worse if he just all of a sudden appeared in the room.
0: Hey, fellas. Whoa. Anyway, HVAC, I'm glad those guys exist, but of all the trades, I don't know how people work in HVAC because, I mean, you've got all this knowledge, you've got this education, you've got these skills, creativity and ingenuity to be able to solve a problem. And then when your work is all done, nobody can even see what you did. Like there's no trace of you when you leave the building. Yeah. Sure, you're hotter or colder, you're more comfortable in your workplace, but the HVAC guys, they probably get no credit.
1: No, not really. Because even with electricians, you can see the plugs. Mm-hmm. With plumbing, you can see the taps and the showers. Yeah, yeah. HVAC, it's hidden in the walls. Yeah. What a drag. The only worst trade would be pipe fitting, and that's mostly because it's just it sounds ridiculous.
0: Nope, that one doesn't fit.
1: Yeah. No, that one is Does that oh, pipe fit. No, nope. this
0: one fits. <laughs> our job here is done I know it's more
1: complicated than that that's why they need a better name I'm sure that's what trades guys like
0: yeah when people not in the trades
1: yeah talk about their trades yeah Oof.
0: there's one thing I know about pipe fitters they don't find it funny when you talk about fitting pipes into another pipe <laughs> no they don't a lawn chair is a good tap chair but you're aware of that it down to half the size so you can lay it flat I can It is the lawn chair Prophets. My name's Garner Andrews. That is Bryce Kelly sitting right over there.
1: Mm, Still here.
0: Welcome to another show. Um, This week on the show, we're gonna talk about the worst cartoon characters, the most annoying cartoon characters and TV characters of all. All time.
1: Turns out a lot of people have a lot of feelings on this subject.
0: Nostalgia is big business, Bryce. It's huge business. Everybody's into nostalgia, but sometimes nostalgia, you get a little taste of that thing you're nostalgic for and you realize, yeah, that sucks.
1: Yeah, like fruit by the foot. Mm-hmm. Not as good as you remember it is. Nope.
0: But first.
1: We only got two chairs, but maybe if you ask nice, you can sit on Bryce's lap.
0: It's the Lawn Chair Profits. There was that crazy story you had it the other day out of a Canadian tire store in Quebec.
1: Yeah, it was in Sherbrooke, Quebec, I think. And it was the story of this guy who... Uh, had been stealing from Canadian Tire, where he worked for three months,
0: and he wasn't stealing like screwdrivers and frying pans. <laughs>
1: no, no, although they have a lot of those, they sure do. Uh, no, he was stealing barbecues, TVs, and like generators.
0: And the numbers were staggering. In the span of ninety days, he stole something like sixty-seven barbecues, fifty-five
1: generators. I think there's twenty-four TVs. A treadmill. There's a treadmill. There was a lawn tractor. And then you got into the tools and stuff. Mm -hmm. And you're like, was he a cat burglar that crept in in the night? No. No. He did this during the day. He would just take a work truck, fill it up, drive to his house, unload it, and then drive back to work. Wow. And it wasn't until three months in that one of the bosses saw him coming back at noon when the sun is highest in the sky. And was like, hey, where were you? And I guess he
0: just cracked. He's like, got me. Yeah. Stealing generators. He didn't even—he just folded. He just collapsed right there.
1: Apparently he gave it all up right there. And— Like I was saying a couple days ago, when you steal 50 TVs, you're a criminal. You're a thief. Uh, When you steal 67, that's a cry for help.
0: It is a cry for help. He wanted to get caught,
1: Bryce. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He just needed some attention. needed someone to talk to him.
0: Is that just bad guy ego after they get caught where they're like, I just, uh, I wanted to get caught. No. Yeah, Yeah. I think that's what it is.
1: You couldn't have caught me unless I wanted to get caught.
0: Mm Mm-hmm uh somebody texted and said i worked with a guy a few years ago that would steal printer cartridges from work and then sell them on kijiji like dozens of them our office manager told me she thought someone was stealing cartridges so i did some investigative work and went on kijiji sure enough someone was selling those exact cartridges i wrote the down i wrote down the phone number checked our staff list and the number belonged to one of our assistant managers I even got bold enough to call the number while he was in my eyesight to see what he would do. Sure enough, he pulled the phone out of his pocket, looked, but didn't answer. I don't know where the investigation went from there as I was taken off the case and returned to my shipping and receiving job. But he was no longer with the company within two weeks. Shannon. Ooh,
1: that was probably Shannon's best day at work, though. Oh, yeah. When you got to play detective for a bit.
0: Yeah, when you're dispatched, when you're moved to a different unit, like out of shipping and receiving.
1: What a promotion, from shipping and receiving to
0: private private eye. eye. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be a good day at work. Like, if your job was just dead-end, and I'm not saying shipping and receiving is a dead-end job, but you can use a break from that. It's like when you were a kid at this time of year, summer, you know, spring, and one day the teacher would be like, "You know what? We're going to have math class outside." That was the best day ever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And more impressive than that, she solved the case.
0: She did.' So good for her. Uh haha, I think I worked with Shan, and I remember the story of the manager getting fired for stealing printer cartridges and selling them online. That story is legendary clay. See, that's the kind of story, though, that follows a guy around. And you have to wonder, did he ever find work again? Or did that story, was there such a stink on them from the printer cartridge story?
1: Yeah. It's the same deal as the Canadian Tire guy. You're going to have to fake your death and start anew somewhere else because people will know your name.
0: Every industry is a small, small industry. Like the one we work in, everybody knows everybody. And there's just certain people in our industry, Bryce, as professional broadcasters that speak like that, that... There's a handful of guys that everybody knows their story, like the one guy that went to jail. Yeah. We all know yeah. that story. We know that story. And we know that guy very well. <laughs> but he never talks about that story.
1: And I would never talk about it to him.
0: No, but he's got that stink on his career now. Oh, yeah. Of that one time he went for jail, went to jail.
1: No, can't take a tomato bath and get away, get that stink off.
0: Yeah. So we're just talking about people getting fired for weird reasons. Can we grab that phone call? Sure. Sure. Hello.
2: Um, I was just listening to the radio and I, I heard some fun, interesting stories about reasons why coworkers got fired.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the the assistant manager that was stealing printer cartridges and, and then selling them on Kijiji, but using his own phone number.
2: Oh, great! Very smart.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, I wanted to add in if I'm
0: allowed. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, sure, sure.
2: Um, I got a. Uh, manager of the bakery department got arrested or got sorry got fired for uh fighting a 10-year-old in the parking lot
0: for fighting a 10-year-old
2: i think he was about 10 11 12 possibly he was with Ooh. a group of friends they were scootering around the store and they ended up getting kicked out for trying to steal or something and he decided to take it upon himself to go outside and punish them
0: so yeah that's a bad look for uh, a baker <laughs> to be fighting a 10-year-old in the company parking lot Yep, definitely. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Who won the fight? Uh,
2: definitely the 10-year-old since,
0: you know, he lost his job and almost got arrested. Now, Bryce, in defense of the baker, that 10-year-old, he was built like he was 12 or 13. <laughs> so,
1: Yeah, the peach fuzz really mm-hmm. confused him. I yeah. couldn't imagine being someone just pulling into the parking lot of that bakery. You're just hungry for some sourdough. And all of a sudden you wheel up and the baker is pummeling, just wailing on a child.
0: Yeah. A kid that looks like Caillou.
1: Part of me says like, oh no, I'll take my business elsewhere.
0: <laughs> Another part but, of is like, wow. Yeah.
1: He's passionate about his store. Yeah.
0: Right, let me line up my dash cam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody just texted, I have questions about the lost control officers in that Canadian tire store in Quebec. Were they even working? I hope they all got fired too. No kidding. And, like, the manager's like, how many
1: different things? 67 barbecues? Yeah,
0: 55 generators. Do you know what a generator is worth and how big the boxes are? They're huge. Like, you would notice a 55-generator dent in the generator (laughs) aisle, wouldn't you? (laughs) You think— Sorry, let me uh, just—I don't know anyone in Fort Mackay, Alberta. Do you? No. No, I'm, I'm not answering that.
1: We probably won a trip.
0: Probably, oh my God, I should probably answer.
1: Probably shouldn't give them all your information. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you would notice and you would think like, eventually the manager would be like, listen, we're missing 67 barbecues. Maybe you should fire up the security footage.
0: Yeah. Take a look, fellas. Yeah. No, instead it just went on for months and months and months. Uh, ooh, we got this text a couple of times and they're kind of close. A guy I work with was fired for stealing pennies. If a customer had cents or even... This is like the uh, the plot of Office Space. Oh. Weren't they rounding up pennies?
1: They were, yeah, yeah into an account.
0: Uh, a guy I work with was fired for stealing pennies. If a customer had cents or even dollars left on a gift card, he would ask them if they'd like to donate the remainder to a particular foundation. He would then not donate the money, but instead transfer it to his own gift card. The foundation was to help underprivileged children access books and writing materials. Nice guy. Needless to say, he was fired.
1: Interesting. That's actually quite a good scam if you could pull it off.
0: Yeah, I don't think I could. I think what
1: he did wrong there was ask about uh, donating charity. Mm. I would just be like, oh, you have 35 cents left on this. Do you want this or do you just want me to throw it out?
0: Should I just throw it in the garbage?
1: Because I always say, yeah, just toss it. Yeah.
0: When are you going to use a $0.35 gift card? Never.
1: I'm not going to make space in my wallet for that. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's just throwing it into his own account. It's kind of
0: genius. This one's very similar. I worked at a large, well-known bookstore in high school. One day, one of my customers was—one of my coworkers was fired. I found out that she had been telling customers who paid with gift cards that there was nothing left on them when they still had a few dollars. Then she would transfer the money to her own gift card and buy herself stuff— I saw her after, she still seemed to think there was nothing wrong with that. How badly bent is your (laughs) frame? I remember
1: uh, when I worked in the grocery store, Safeway, Mm. Air Miles, that's where you collect Air Miles, that uh, there'd be people who would go through and they'd ask, do you have an Air Miles? And they'd be like, no. And they're like, can I use mine? Then you'd scan your Air Miles card on someone else's purchase. The employee? Yeah. Yeah. The employee would ask the customer? I've seen an employee do it, and I've seen someone else in line do
0: it. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. I could, I mean, I would never, if I was standing behind that person, I would be like, can I, I would never be the guy to say, can I have those points? But at least if I witnessed that, I'd think, well, that's kind of weird, but not completely out of line. But when the employee is asking the customer, can I have your points? Yeah, I've seen that before. Hmm. Mm. You're listening to The Lawn Chair Prophets with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. It's like radio, but on the internet. So I talked about this on our radio show the other day. And then as I was talking about it, I looked at your face and you seemed a little zoned out. Like maybe you didn't know what I was talking about. No, no, I remember it. You did? Because there was this fleeting moment where I'm like, oh my God, was that just a Saskatchewan thing where I grew up? I kind
1: of forgot that it's, it's not a thing anymore.
0: Yeah, it's gone.
1: Although some people say, oh, no, you
0: can still get it. No, you can't. No, they people say, it's just orange fruitopia. What we're talking about is way back in the day, like a 100 years ago, McDonald's, you used to be able to go there and McDonald's would donate the big cooler jug thing full of diabetes juice. Are no. we both getting those phone calls?
1: Now I'm getting a phone call.
0: Is it from Fort Mackay, Alberta?
1: No. Oh. This one's from Edmonton, Alberta. Let's take it. What do you think my phone ring? Annoying. Isn't that that fun?
0: Mine's ringing too. What? Yeah. What is going on?
1: It's definitely another scam one where all the numbers are scrunched together.
0: Now I lost my train of thought. I think we should just end the podcast. (laughs)
1: Let's just go home.
0: Yeah. Orange drink from McDonald's. Yes. It was in this big yellow and orange cooler jug and you'd go there and they'd donate it so you could have it at your school for your sports day or hot dog sale or whatever. And when I talked about it on the radio show the other day, the way you looked at me blankly, I was like, what does he not know what I'm talking about? But apparently other people know what we're talking about. Hi.
2: McDonald's orange drink.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Was Uh, that just a Saskatchewan thing?
2: No, it wasn't because I'm from Ontario born and raised. And uh, I'm pretty sure that the orange tint to my skin is actually from McDonald's orange drink because that's what they had there in Ontario. They had it in the McDonald's because I would be like a little Big Mac, a little fry, and a little orange drink, please.
0: Mm. But do you remember your? Day. they would bring it to your school for you know sports day or something? It would be that, or, that red and yellow cooler on the table with the paper cups?
2: Absolutely, and that was to just suck you in. That was for all the parents that didn't take their kids to McDonald's that stuff was addictive. Hmm. It was good. We didn't get, you know what? I guess because we're from Ontario, we didn't get the watered-down stuff at our events. We got the full-on 100% orange drink. Yeah. But yeah, it dyed your tongue orange, and like I said, I still have an orange hue to my skin, and I'm pretty sure it's from all that orange drink I had in the 70s.
0: It's either that or liver disease.
2: (laughs) Okay, I'll be sure to go check that out. Thanks, Garner.
0: And remember, I'm not really a doctor, okay? Yeah, that's uh, that's liver disease, I think. Maybe kidney disease. I, I think know. it's called jaundice. Jaundice. <laughs> um, hey, Garner, Nicole here. I just heard your caller talk about tang. Remember tang, Bryce? I do remember tang. My grandma always had tang when she came to visit, but we called it ting because that's the sound the one and only crystal she'd use made when she dropped it in the jug of water. What is it with grandparents and uncles, huh?
1: And it was always in one of those brown rubber.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: Drink dispensers.
0: I know what you're talking about, but God, grandparents, some of them were so cheap. Like just sort of using an eighth of the pack of Kool-Aid, but making it in a rain barrel full of water to try and make (laughs) make that thing last. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Hey, I know what you guys are talking about. Field days in the 1970s and 80s. When people were given ribbons for first, second, and third place, everybody was not a winner, except when it came to the McDonald's orange drink.
1: Man, the orange drink. I can't believe the number of people who have texted in about the orange drink.
0: Yeah. Uh, but it, everybody's like, oh, you can still get it. It's Fruitopia. No, that it was not Fruitopia.
1: No, Fruitopia is more high quality than what this thing was.
0: I would drink a Fruitopia right now if you put one in front of me. If you put a paper cup full of McDonald's diabetes juice or whatever that was, <laughs> not I would throw it on the floor and I would scoff.
1: Like right now, I think they got rid of it because it was so unhealthy. Mm-hmm. If it, it couldn't still be a thing now. People would be too upset. It makes your teeth fall out of your skull.
0: Yeah, um, I worked at McDonald's in high school. One night I filled one of those orange drink containers and gave it to my friends in the parking lot. They proceeded to dump it all over other customers' cars, oops, and then threw the container into the middle of the road. The security footage captured it all. I was fired 2 days later. Oops.
1: Wow. Those are some friends you have there.
0: And that's how your McDonald's career came to an end. Uh, I'm from Toronto. I remember the McDicks orange drink. God, I hate it when people call it McDick. You know why? Because they think they're being so clever. They think they're hilarious. It's the same people that call Canadian Tire crappy tire. I keep dwelling on that, but that one just really gets under my skin. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, this person. I'm from Toronto. I remember the McDicks orange drink. We had that cooler at every school event. I remember it at the McDonald's birthday parties my friends got to have, too. Remember back in the day, that was the only off-site birthday party there was? There was no Chuck E. Cheese. The only place you could go for a birthday party that wasn't in your crappy house was in McDonald's, and maybe that McDonald's had a play area. And the birthday boy or the birthday girl got to sit in the caboose of the train and do, invite one guest.
1: I do remember the train thing.
0: Yeah. it yeah. was That was like the earliest form of a VIP section right there. Yeah. It
1: was an early, it was dipping your toes into bottle service.
0: Yeah. But with a happy meal yeah. instead of a $1,200 bottle of gray goose. <laughs> uh, I worked at McDonald's in Sherwood park. We had orange drink in those big yellow in those big cooler things. It tasted just like the sugar drink they give pregnant ladies when they check for gestational diabetes. Jen, heard that several times.
1: So many people said that. It sounds delicious. I have not been tested for that, but maybe Do I will. Do you mean
0: gestational diabetes, Bryce? Yeah, I,
1: I was afraid to try and pronounce that first word. Yeah. Gestational. He's um, pregnant. Think I better get it tested. Mm-hmm. And plenty of that orange drink.
0: It should That should be, you know how in the summertime when you go into 7-Eleven, it's like they really ramp up their flavors of Slurpee? Mm-hmm. They should have gestational diabetes Slurpee. <laughs> they should have that.
1: And only women would get it. Yeah. I kind of assumed it was still a thing, this orange drink. I think that's why I was so confused. Uh, and there are people who are like, oh, man, like you can make your own. And it's a combination of. Orange juice and Sprite? That's not the same
0: thing. No, it it wasn't carbonated. No, it was flat. Like, it was weirdly flat. Like, beyond flat. Like, is there a basement to flat? (laughs) Like, when a pop goes flat, it's disgusting, but it was worse than that. There's a lot of people making the yucky face, too. It was tap water with orange peels in it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that's what it was. Uh, I sometimes wonder, though, like um, you think back to like even having your birthday party at McDonald's, maybe Ronald McDonald would make an appearance. Did he ever do that?
1: Not for me that I remember.
0: Eh, I'm probably making that part up. They Like Ronald McDonald was a very controlled thing. Like they didn't just not every McDonald's had a Ronald McDonald costume in the back. They policed that quite heavily. As a matter of fact, we did get a text from somebody. Uh, who said, Ronald McDonald does still exist. It's just one guy they fly around to events. He's from the United States. They even had him here in town for an opening of a new restaurant. I knew someone who worked for the corporate office at the time who told me he's got tons of rules, like Disney characters.
1: Hmm. Imagine being at a bar, mm-hmm. a hotel bar. And oh, yeah, and like near a, the airport. And you spot a guy, and you're like, oh, man. Look at this tall drink of water, and you saddle up beside him, try and get his story, mm-hmm. maybe pursue a relationship, and you find out he's he plays Ronald McDonald,
0: <laughs> deal maker or deal, <laughs> deal breaker. Which
1: <laughs> I met someone. What does he do? He's Ronald McDonald.
0: Would that be the saddest thing ever? Just think about like an airport hotel, and not a real fancy one. Maybe one that's not right on the airport property, but it's like a bus ride away. It's airport adjacent. Mm -hmm. It's Tuesday night, 1130 at night. and There's just this one. The music's playing, probably Billy Joel Piano Man playing in the background. Some sports muted on the TV. The bartender's standing at one end of the bar and this lonely traveler sitting at the other end of the bar. Would that be the loneliest, saddest thing in the world if that guy turned out to be Ronald McDonald?
1: It would be. Yeah, yeah, it's Boise, Idaho in January. Whoa. He's just sitting there, staring at his drink.
0: I wonder what the Ronald McDonald rules are. Like, no neck tats?
1: That's probably, I would imagine, visible tattoos are no-go.
0: What about that weird piercing right below your bottom lip? Oh. In the middle of your chin? The one that eventually you decide, oh, I'm grown up now, I'm going to take that up. Now you can't eat soup for the rest of your life, because it, it just spews out of the hole.
1: It would be off-putting to see Ronald McDonald with face piercings and maybe a... Neck tattoo.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: says family on it.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember, do you remember back in the, was it like the, I don't know, the 80s, maybe the early 90s? There were TV commercials for McDonald's and Ronald McDonald spoke in them. And speaking of off-putting... It's like you'd think a clown, when a clown speaks, he'd be like, Hey, guys, I'm Ronald McDonald. Like, he'd have that fun clown voice, but this guy was like, Hello, children, I'm Ron. Is anybody here famished? Like, his voice was way too normal, and it threw me off.
1: It's like, I hope this day finds you well. Yes. Uh,
0: it was just too bizarre. It would almost be like flying on a commercial jet, and the captain comes on instead of being the... That voice, he's like, hey, 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 who wants to go faster? Yeah, there
1: are certain uh, jobs that require a fun accent, and there are ones that don't, and Ron McDonald does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't want to hear him talking like he's about to hand me my divorce papers.
0: Hey, just uh, pop a squat because they're definitely not sharing a chair.
1: It's the Lawn Chair Profits with Garner and Bryce.
0: So I found this the other day. This is courtesy of Vice and the Vice Fun Bag. Mmm, Fun Bag. I don't know what that is. I know what Vice is, but I don't know what the Fun Bag is. But this is fun. Sure is. They put together the list of the most annoying cartoon characters of all time. I kind of disagree with some of their choices, but on others, I'm like, yes, I am in compliance. (laughs) I agree. Uh, Let's start at number one. They picked as the most annoying cartoon character of all time... Spongebob.
1: Yeah, that seems like an oddball choice. I think there's a lot more annoying characters. I don't know Spongebob all that well, but I I don't... I think he's fairly well-beloved.
0: He has a kind of an annoying voice, but he's just so likable and positive, and he loves his friends. Like, he's a good person. Yeah. So I don't... And then when you look at the list and you realize that Caillou is number eleven, excuse me, Caillou should be number one. As a matter of fact, the top five spots on here should just be Caillou, wasn't it?
1: You and I, we were in Toronto. Oh, in the hotel bar. In a hotel bar, and a woman who works for the same company or worked.
0: She's not with us anymore.
1: I honestly don't know.
0: Maybe she's listening to this podcast right now. (laughs) She, yeah.
1: At the time, at least. Uh, Worked for the same company in a different city and dropped on us that she was the voice of Caillou.
0: And I'm like, oh, my God. And then I Googled her name and, yep, she's the voice of Caillou.
1: It was very weird.
0: I think we had many, many drinks with Caillou. (laughs) And I think I probably told her how much I hated Caillou. (laughs) I'm sure
1: everyone does.
0: Anyway, that was weird.
1: But the point of the story is that Caillou is... Terrible mm-hmm. and probably should be number one, not number 11.
0: Yeah, so SpongeBob, number one. Number two, I kind of agree with Alvin the Chipmunk. I
1: never did like Alvin and the Chipmunks. No. It always seemed to upset uh, that guy. Oh. Alvin! Alvin!
0: I can't remember what his name was. It's probably Gary.
1: I want to say John, but that's Garfield.
0: Uh, Mader was number three from Cars. I never watched Cars. I don't know which one that is. Porky Pig, number four. Donald Duck, number five. Donald Duck? Uh, says The description. He's a total (laughs) a-hole. All he does is piss and moan about everything. Uh, Goofy. Wow. The original Mater, just a big redneck. Uh, This one shocked me, too. Number seven. All of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Huh? All of them. And it said, if it weren't for that theme song, I wouldn't know the difference between any of them. Oh, they love pizza? Wow. Big quirk there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I love the snark that this is written with.
1: Yeah. This person had uh, some things to get off their chest.
0: Uh how say you. Go ahead.
2: I
1: just wanted to weigh in on
2: this most annoying cartoon character. Okay. I don't know why there is an issue, but Scrappy-Doo had to be the most annoying.
0: What was his relation to (laughs) Scooby?
2: I think he was a nephew of Scooby-Doo. And then he's just like your annoying friend that he's got the little man syndrome. So he's trying to pick fights and then he knows somebody big is going to step in and save his butt.
0: Oh yeah. He's a great instigator. But as soon as, S starts going down, he's like nowhere to be seen.
2: Well, he's too small to be a factor. So, and we all have known people like that or know them as we speak. So no, Scrappy-Doo, I just bloody well would change the channel. As soon as they brought that character in, that was pretty well it for Scooby-Doo for me.
0: This is a very, very important discussion. I think so too. I would argue that Scooby-Doo, not that good.
1: No, it's really not. Uh, and when you break it down and say it out loud, it was a show where four weirdos and their dog just drove around in a van solving mysteries.
0: Yeah, they were hot boxing in that van.
1: Yeah, they were doing drugs for sure.
0: Uh, but of all the cartoon vehicles you could own, everybody wants the Mystery Machine, right? Like if I think you could so. have a real life Mystery Machine. Ooh, uh, my least favorite. I want to open this up though, so it's not just cartoon characters, because. We're adults. Yes. (laughs) Yes, we're so very sophisticated. But can I say, and I am shocked she's not on this list here from Vice, Lisa G.D. Simpson. Mm. How did she not make the list of most annoying she is? Nobody's favorite Simpsons episode is a Lisa episode.
1: No, she's too much of a goody two-shoes.
0: You know, she's the original fun police. That's what she is. She's the original... Uh, Just saying, she'll, like, everybody's having a good time and a good laugh, and then she'll pipe up and just bring the party down.
1: Yeah, she is grammar police trolls personified.
0: She is the original Google police. Yeah. Uh, Excuse me, the fact is, and then she'll present the fact, and meanwhile, it was more fun to just speculate.
1: Yeah, it's whom she's that type of person.
0: Yeah. Um, Nobody watches The Simpsons for a Lisa episode. Everybody's watching... Because we all see a little bit of ourselves in Homer. You're watching for Homer. You're watching a little bit for Barney. You're watching...
1: I'm a Mr. Burns man myself.
0: Oh, yeah. You're sophisticated like Mr. Burns?
1: Yeah. Filthy rich. Mm Mm-hmm. I own a nuclear power plant.
0: Um, But as far as TV characters go, who would you go with?
1: I would go with Joey Gladstone from Full Full House. Full House. Uncle Joey. I couldn't stand... Uh, That he was a grown man who lived in the basement of his friend's family home. Did he have gainful employment? He never seemed to. He kind of seemed like uh, a bit of a fool. Mm. He could have moved out lots of times, but didn't. He was a burden. He was also a comedian, I believe, on that show. And even as a child, where that show was geared towards me, I would sit there and be like, this guy is not funny. Wow. (laughs) I do not find him funny at all.
0: You know what he did do in his real life, though? Broke Alanis Morissette's heart. Mm. To the point she wrote just a blistering song about him.
1: Allegedly. Has and she I,
0: confirmed that's him?
1: Uh, or is that just what we all... Everyone knows, but no one knows, you know?
0: What happened in that movie theater that uh. she sings about?
2: I know the version of me Is she preferred it like me? Would she go down on you in a theater? Does she speak uh, of And would she
1: have your baby? Nobody hurts our beloved songbird.
0: Yeah. Did she drop her glasses and she had to go down on the floor to get her glasses? (laughs) I'm still, it's unclear what happened in the movie theater, but something went down.
1: Uh, Yeah. So even Dave Coulier, Mm -hmm. I can't, I can't do it. Uh, But then I also think of Joey from Friends. So maybe I just have a thing against Joey's.
0: Maybe. I would say too, and it's hard to tell because... Maybe it's just because Ozark is probably my all-time favorite TV drama. It's a fine show. Is it drama or drama? I say drama. Drama. Sounds poser-ish, but... It
1: has drama in it.
0: So do you say pasta or
1: pasta? Oh, I say pasta. Good. I'm a complicated person.
0: So anyway, I love Ozark so much that any time the teenage daughter, Charlotte, is on the screen, I'm just like, oh my God... I hope they write her out of this in a brutal fashion.
1: Charlotte from Ozark. She kind of ruins everything. The family has this operation going on. They're trying to save their lives. Yeah. And then she goes and messes everything
0: up all the time. Yeah. She's got to be, she's all idealistic and self-righteous. She complains about every, every time when they're sitting down to have dinner, You should count how many times she storms away from the dinner table. I'm like, good, stay in your room for like five seasons, please. Yeah,
1: we get it, Charlotte. Your friends are back in Chicago. Why don't you shut up?
0: Yeah, why don't you move back to Chicago? Oh, that's (laughs) right, you can't because you're 16. Yeah,
1: if you love Chicago so much, why don't you marry it, Charlotte from Ozark? Yeah, so Eh.
0: anyway, I don't like her. (laughs) Uh, Somebody said, what about Todd Packer from The Office? What? So cringy and annoying and brings Michael Scott down to his level whenever he's around. I agree. Todd Packer makes me uncomfortable because I've worked with Todd Packers before. They're the worst. There's no way a Todd Packer in today's, you know, professional environment, he wouldn't last half a day in a job.
1: No, but that's how he was meant to be.
0: Oh, I just don't care for that guy. He
1: was meant to be a creeper because everyone else in the office hates him.
0: Yeah. Can I grab another one of these? Oh, sure. Hello?
2: I have to totally agree with your caller. I think that that scrappy do character was specifically made to ruin my childhood. God, it sucks.
0: That's where it all went sideways for you, Cam? That's where
2: it all went sideways. I was watching Scooby-Doo and then that thing showed up and that was it. That was the end of my childhood. Destroyed by innocence.
0: So had it not been for Scrappy-Doo, how would your life have turned out?
2: I would probably be like the Bill Gates of the world right now. I think it wasn't for Scrappy-Doo.
0: Yeah. Okay. It sounds like it was quite traumatic for you.
2: Very traumatic. I got to say, though, for non-cartoon characters, the worst character that has ever existed on TV is that Steve Urkel character.
0: He is climbing the charts over here.
2: Oh, it's brutal. Did I brutal? do that?
0: Any TV character with a catchphrase. Yes,
2: yeah, especially that one, though, and the way you'd say it.
0: Yeah. Okay, just do it for me once, Cam. Just do it for me once.
2: Uh, did I do that? <laughs> God, that was bad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think your life could have turned out... Dir- you could have probably got into cartoon voiceover.
2: Oh, yes, probably. That's, that's what
1: everyone always says to me.
0: Scrappy-doo. Climbing the charts, Bryce.
1: Oh, that's Steve Urkel. He's gotten a few votes as well.
0: Yeah. Was that a good impression of Urkel? No. Oh, really?
1: No, not when you side-by-side with the original.
0: Mm. Did I do that?
1: I do that? Yeah. Did I do that? Did I do that? Oh. That was bang on.
0: Yeah. Wow. It's like Urkel was right here in the studio, hiking his pants up. Uh, Somebody, ooh, controversy. I'm sorry, but George Costanza from Seinfeld was the worst. What? He was annoying and lazy, always criticized how other people looked, and didn't really care about other people at all black. Point to somebody on that show who cared about other people.
1: None of them did. That's how the the finale of the I show know. was all about how they're terrible people.
0: <laughs> and that's what made them funny.
1: Yeah, there wasn't an unlikable character on that show.
0: Yeah, there wasn't a likable, unlikable person. Like, mm. I don't know. Putty. I always liked David Putty. He was yeah. harmless. No, they were all good. Costanza's yeah. great. Uh, oh, here's another unpopular one. I hated Walter White. What? Actually hated every character except Jesse on Breaking Bad. I tried to watch it, but I hated Walter White so much I had to give up in season three. Walter White in season three was still, he hadn't gone fully to the dark side yet, had he?
1: He was starting to get there. Yeah. Uh, but like, I just the acting of Walter White was through the roof.
0: Yeah, and we all understood that, I mean, Walter White, he was a chemistry teacher. He wouldn't have been making the crack cocaine. Is that what it was, crack? Meth. Meth. He, yeah, I'm from the street. <laughs> he wouldn't have been making meth if he didn't have incurable cancer. He did it out of necessity.
1: Mm-hmm. More people said Skylar White, his wife. She was a victim, Bryce. She was so unpleasant, especially at the beginning. The beginning parts of that show. I couldn't stand Skylar.
0: I don't recall not liking her. Oh, there were moments where I didn't like her. Really? The whole time I watched that, I'm like, oh, yeah, she's a victim here. She didn't choose this life. She got dragged into this life, and there was no way out but to continue in that life.
1: Oh, she was unpleasant.
0: Sort of like Wendy Bird from Ozark. She has no choice.
1: I didn't like Wendy at first either.
0: Are you coming around on Uh, her?
1: I came around on her
0: eventually. Even then when she did that thing to her own brother?
1: Oh yeah, that Spoiler.
0: thing. <laughs> <laughs> that music playing in the background in that scene in the restaurant with her and her brother just breaks my heart.
1: There's a lot of people who played Wangs on TV mm-hmm. show, but they're meant to be Wangs. So it just means they were acted really well. And like Skylar is one of them. Yeah.
0: Uh hey boys, how about Janice from Friends? Mm. Oh my God. <laughs> Chris, between you and me had a thing for Janice from Friends.
1: Wow. Yep. Yeah, her and uh, Fran Drescher in The Nanny came up a lot. They're very similar, different women.
0: Yeah, a lot of people were saying, oh, no, it's the same. No, it isn't. They're two different
1: people. Two different people, but with the same, that laugh. (laughs) Ooh, that was a good Fran Drescher. Am I amazing at impressions?
0: Yeah, you kind of are. (laughs) Okay, next up, Bryce will do Pee Wee Herman.
1: No, I can't do that. I was about to do Fat Albert. That's a totally different person. I can't do... I used to be
0: able to do Pee Wee Herman. (laughs) I know you are, but No, no. No. Uh, here's another Ross from Friends. Nobody likes Ross. No, he wasn't the he was very good. Can we grab another call here? Hello?
1: You guys are talking about the worst characters on
2: TV ever? Yeah. How about AJ from The Sopranos? I hate that kid. <laughs> and really, every time they tell his dad was in the hospital and they wanted to go get food for everybody, he's like, Whoa, why do I have to do it? I wanted to jump through the TV, and I wanted to strangle the kid.
0: I don't That's know what it is. Know. I I I, re, I can I understand what you're saying because it's like when there's a drama, a serious drama, and there's a teenager in it, they're usually the person that I despise the most. Like Charlotte from Ozark. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Terrible. I love his impression of AJ from Sopranos. Yeah. yeah.
1: And there was a lot of anger in that one. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of anger.
0: Carl from Walking Dead. Sorry, I don't know who Carl from Walking Dead is. Do you watch that show? No,
1: I never got into that one. No,
0: I tried. I
1: maybe, no, I didn't really try. Yeah. A lot of Ted Mosby from How I Met Your Mother came in too. I don't know if you ever watched that show, but Ted Mosby, maybe the f- worst main character ever on a TV show.
0: Who plays Ted Mosley? I don't remember his name.
1: Oh. But uh, Ted Mosby sucks.
0: Uh how about the character Charlotte from Ozark? Oh. She is the worst. I'm finishing season 2 and she makes it almost painful to watch, always complaining. Well, thank you. Somebody else on my team Charlotte.
1: Yeah, some validation for you.
0: Yeah. Uh somebody else said I might get a lot of hate for this and she even spoke out about it, people that disliked her, but Skyler from Breaking Bad mm-hmm. is a terrible wife, terrible mother. Oh my. And just all around annoying character. Everything she did was for her family. <laughs> Everything. Well, maybe not for Walter, but for Walt Junior. Mm, That's all light. she cared about. Uh Woody Woodpecker. What? <laughs> I'm good at impressions too, Bryce. Well uh oh, do you want to do one more um one more impression for us? Okay. Everybody's not everybody, but there were a lot of votes for worst cartoon characters Inspector Gadget. What? He was What was wrong with He was a bumbling idiot. Yes. But he was likable. He was very likable.
1: His go-go gadget legs? Yeah. Who didn't like those things? Huh. But uh I do a bang-on impression of his arch nemesis Dr. Claw.
0: Oh, okay. I don't, I don't
1: know if you remember the cartoon. You only ever really see his hand. Mm-hmm. He's usually petting a cat. Yeah. And then he he'll say something like Next time, Gadget. Here's you, Gadget. Get you
0: next time. Wow, I felt like I was in an episode of Inspector Gadget. Next time, Gadget. That's
1: bang on. Is that all he says? Pretty much. Huh. That's the gist of Doctor Claw.
0: If I gave you a cereal box with the ingredients on it, would you read it as Inspector Gadget? As the Claw? I mean, what is it? <laughs> Doctor Claw. Doctor Claw.
1: Fruit Loops. Yeah, I could. I could do anything
0: with it. Riboflavin. (laughs) Oh, I can do it too.
1: Thanks for listening to The Lawn Chair Profits with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Theme by Garner Andrews. Guests of The Lawn Chair Profits drink tap water. Mmm, tasty.